Good morning and welcome to Living Intentionally, a podcast dedicated to empower-driven women to be happy by getting unstuck and by taking their personal and professional lives to the next level. I'm your host, Carmen Benton, and I am a living proof that you can live your purpose. And I do that by empowering driven women, create the life they truly desire without burning out. And exactly the way I do that is by teaching them how to get into amplified alignment between their mindset and the energy. So make sure to connect with me to learn how we can work together or how I can help you and serve you. All my links are in the description of the episode. You know that throughout this podcast, we will dive deep into topics such as mindset, energy, self-care, entrepreneurship, and more. We will also hear from inspiring women who have successfully built businesses and life that they are both meaningful and fulfilling. So whether you're a corporate professional, an aspiring entrepreneur, stay-at-home mom, or a retired woman, this podcast is for you. So join me in this journey of living intentionally and this, let's create a life and business that you truly desire. And today I have a guest that speaks directly to that. Her name is Danielle McCombs and she is the host of a podcast called The Opposite of Small Talk. With her friend, Christy Ollinger, they explore topics about personal and professional development, focusing on connection, reflection, and social justice. She's the New Yorker who now lives in San Francisco, who is also a life coach. And she believes that everyone is naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. And what she does is she holds a space so you can show up in the world the most authentically by following your curiosity and intuition as she guides her clients to live Alive with intention. There's more about Danielle in the description of the podcast and all her links. You can connect with her and subscribe to her podcast as well. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's so important, specifically during May, which is the Mental Health Awareness Month, and is making friends as an adult. So, welcome, Danielle, to the podcast. So nice to have you here today with me. Carmen, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Yes. So tell us a little bit about you. And yes, let's start with that. Like, who are you? Like, whatever I didn't say. Yeah. So I am a life coach and I am a podcast host. So we have a lot in common just to start off with. Um, I made the change from, I was in a career for 20 years in commercial real estate and changed my entire life um, and started my own coaching business about a year and a half ago. And it is, has just been a wonderful change to really find the thing that like lights me up, that makes me want to get out of bed in the morning and knowing that I'm helping people on their journey has been incredible. And then I have this podcast that I do with one of my best friends that is really my favorite thing that I do. I get to talk to really amazing and interesting people, learn new things and share that with others. And um, like you said, I, I live in San Francisco, but I am a New Yorker. I moved from New York seven years ago. And I think that's where I come in on this topic of making friends as an adult because I moved across the country and I didn't know anyone. I moved here by myself. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't know a soul. 
And I had a really well-established network in New York between, you know, friends I had from high school, college, from different jobs I had, my family was all there. And so to make this big leap and come to a place where I had to reestablish myself, I really had to do some things that I, if I was still in New York, I definitely wouldn't have done because it was hard. Um, yeah, I didn't have to. And so that is where I realized that this is something that I, that I did and I've experienced and I want to share with others, like, it seems scary and hard, but it's also so necessary. And I, I love that. And I have to say, that's another thing we have, we have in common. I, I moved, I, I did go to grad school in the US, but I, that was different. Then I moved to California in the Bay Area. So uh, 45 minutes south to where you live, in Sunnyvale. And I didn't know anybody. Now, back then I was 24. So I was a little more, you know, adventurous. Mm-hmm. And the people who became my friends were my coworkers. So I was fortunate enough uh, to meet people who wish I clicked right away. But then I moved to Alaska with a brand new baby. And that was hard. And I had all these things compounding on me. The fact that I was in a brand new place with no support system. I didn't have any family or extended family in Alaska. I have brand new baby. The weather stinks. <laughs> it's snowing today. We're recording this on May 3rd. It's snowing today. And I had postpartum depression. And I know now with what I know that if I would have had a couple, even one friend that could have come and forced me to get dressed, go out and be myself, things would have been different for me. So please help us because, you know... (laughs) I don't know that I have mastered these making friends as an adult thing yet. Well, and I think part of it is, is right. We're as children, it's like, you know, teed up for you. You go to school, the person you sit next to becomes your friend, the person you play with on the playground. And then you have those people. It's just so natural because you're spending so much time with these people and they kind of naturally become your friends. You figure out who likes what you like and all of that stuff. And then when we become an adult, yeah, we have work, right? But sometimes those aren't your people, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you have to make an effort because friends don't just come to you. They don't come knocking on your door saying, hey, let's go, let's go outside and play in the front yard. Like that doesn't happen anymore. And so you need to be one, I think, intentional about it. And two, we need connection in our life so much. Just be honest about it. I think people get so in their heads about, well, I don't, she didn't, she didn't ask me to go to lunch. I'm not going to ask her to go to lunch. You got to make the first move. And what I found was when I would meet people and I was, I was very open of, I don't know anyone here. I need friends. I am an extrovert to like the 100% me sitting in my tiny studio apartment by myself was not working. And so I made it a point To anybody who offered me an invitation anywhere I went, regardless of whether it was something I wanted to do or not. And then when I was at that place, right, if it was they invited me to a dinner party or they invited me to get drinks after work, I would make it my my job to also talk to other people while we were there and say, hey, I really like you. Do you want to you want to get together some other time? Like, I would like to be your friend. 
and honestly, like really just said that to yes. people yes. instead of trying to play it cool. Number one, like I'm not great at that, but also trying to, to see, like, to feel other people out, like everyone feels the same way you do. And if you think about how it would feel for someone to say, Hey, I'd like to be your friend. Doesn't that feel good? Like, Oh yes, absolutely. Yes. Like you and, seem pretty cool. <laughs> and one of the things I have to say, I am very extrovert myself too, but I have to say, as I get older and I get more aware of, you know, my personality and, you know, what people like or not about me, I am a little more cautious of how I show up in places. But mm -hmm. as an energy healer myself, um, I believe firmly in the power of intention. So one of the things that has worked for me is in this, I was just in Hawaii by myself last week. And, you know, I always have the intention if I'm going to go sit at the bar by myself, I have no problem doing that. But it's like, whoever is going to sit next to me is going to be a soul that was meant to interact with me. And literally, there were like three people that we exchanged social media bits. And now it's so easy because you don't even have to give your phone number to someone, right? Because right. you can stalk them in Facebook or LinkedIn or something, and then you can check them out and see, okay, maybe this is a normal person. And I, mm -hmm. I will go out to have coffee with them, right? But I, I had that intention. It's like, someone nice is going to sit next to me. And I'll tell you, there was someone amazing who sat next to me. We didn't become friends, but I was like blown away. It was a famous coach. Actually, it was Paul Mitchell's, Mitchell's coach. And I was just blown away. At first, I'm like, no. And then he showed me proof of it. But like, you know, it's like the intention, right? The intention. But I met you know, an amazing lady from Australia. And I, I met an amazing lady from Auckland. And, you know, we connected in social media and who knows what happens from there. So I love what you said that you have to be intentional, right? So intentional, like, I'm going to make the effort. I'm, I'm going to put, you know, the work. And, and I'm going to add to that and set the intention that the right people are going to come to you. So, so what else would you say, um, we need to do to be able to make well, friends. Yeah, I think that there, there's part of just the, you know, the actual things that need to happen is you need to make a plan and mm -hmm. you need to follow up with people mm -hmm. because we all know everyone's very busy. Everybody has a million things going on. And so if you say, hey, I would love to, I'd love to go grab a drink with you. Then say on Tuesday at seven o'clock at Miller's right like make an actual plan so that it happens and if it gets canceled follow up and do it again because what happens is is then we get into the cycle of well I'm too busy and now all of a sudden you don't have that connection right that connection isn't there so I think it's it's really being like intentional and and just taking action because if you don't then it's really easy to say oh I met this person she was nice but then you're not cultivating that friendship. And just because you meet somebody and they're nice and you say you're cool, do you want to hang out? And you do, doesn't also mean that they become your friend, right? right? You could go get that drink and be like, oh, that, that's not the person I thought you were. <laughs> but you have to do that. It's a numbers game in some way. But then there's other people that you're going to have that connection with. And you have to put in the time. I think people think that friendship is something that shouldn't be hard or shouldn't take work. 
And it does. It's like any other relationship. It's like a romantic relationship. It's like a family relationship. You have to put in the time if you want to get out of it what you, you know, it, it, unfortunately, right. We're not 12 years old and we don't have all the time in the world to just hang out with our friends, but we need to make it a priority. It can't be the thing that sits in the back that, oh, well, when I have time, then I'll, then I'll make friends. You're missing out on so much of that connection that is really needed. And I, and I think it's also important, like we have different kinds of friends. So also to recognize that, like not everyone's going to be your ride or die best friend. Yeah. And we can't have 40 of those, right? Nobody has time for 40 best friends, right? but we have the people who, and to think that one person will be like, okay, I just need that one person who can be my everything. Mm -hmm. That also doesn't work in romantic relationships either, right? That doesn't work in families. We need a community of people who are different. And so knowing like, all right, well, who's the person I'm going to go to a yoga class with, right? Like, who's the person for that? Who's the person I need to call when like something really bad happens and I I need to know that person has my back regardless of what's going on? Who's the person that like, I want to go to a comedy show and I know she'll say yes. So knowing that there's different like roles for everyone and but you need to make the effort to even get to that place where you know where that person fits in. I I love that you said that because that reminds me of um, from back home and from Panama and college. Um, and I'm still friends with them. Uh, just that I cannot go have coffee with them, even though they do go have coffee all the time without me because I'm there. But uh, they used to call us the power renders in college. Because we were all together. Now, we all have, as you said, a different role. We play a different role. And now that I'm, you know, I'm an expert in Enneagrams, like I can see it. And I can see also the personas playing, like, you know, how we play with each other. And it's like, if I need someone who sympathizes with me, no matter what I did, I call this person. Like for me was, if you needed someone who will tell you as it is, with no filter, and snap you out of your bad vibration in a second, (laughs) that was me right? Like, Mm -hmm. don't call me to sympathize with you, because that's not what I'm going to do, right? Um, But it's so interesting that you said that, because it's true. And then I think as adults, we forget that, yes, even when we were kids, I mean, think about all the hours you put in school to actually make friends. It just happened that you were submerged in that environment, you know, for Mm -hmm. eight hours a day for five days a week. And then, but like, it took you probably a couple of weeks of that to actually even play together in the playground, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so if we translate that to now, it's like, no, it's not going to happen the first time. Um, it's going to take time. I think uh, here in Alaska, I have very few friends. Um, I have one and she moved to DC because uh, she works in the, in the Pentagon. But the way we met is the kids were playing the playground. And normally... I couldn't ever connect with the other moms because I was in a different wavelength. I was a corporate executive. So my conversations were different than the majority of the other moms I met. But she actually was, you know, a badass herself. So it was, you know, right instant attraction and we became very good friends. But even through that, it takes effort. Like we, when she comes visit, because she's native from Alaska, uh, so she comes see her family. It's like, oh my God, we haven't talked in nine months. And it's like, who is to blame? Both of us, right? It takes two to tango. 
like pick up the phone, send a text, right? It's send a text, it's not that difficult. And so- And I think, yeah. yeah. The important thing from that too is though, she comes to visit and you get together and I'm sure it's like no time has passed because you have that bond. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important thing that people forget about all the time or discount in some way is that if you have a friend who was your friend from college, your friend you met at some other job, your friend from wherever, and you haven't talked to them in a really long time, don't think like, well, they don't want to talk to me. Somebody has to make the first move mm -hmm. and then it can reignite this thing if there is that true friendship there. I got a phone call yesterday. It was a friend of mine from college. It was her birthday. I sent her a text, happy birthday. We talked, I don't know, the last time our text was from my birthday in January and said, we've got to set a time to talk. You know, she lives on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. We have to set up a time to talk. We never did. She calls me. I'm a terrible friend. I'm so sorry. We never set this up. And I said, listen, Melissa, you are not a terrible friend. It takes both of us did not make this happen. But I know when we talk, like it isn't because you don't want to talk to me or because we don't have this connection. It's because life happens. But I'm now committed and she's on my calendar that we put a date on the calendar that we're going to talk next week so that we can like give that honest catch up. But don't discount those people you haven't talked to in a long time because that connection can still be there and it can be really important. So reach out. Like if you're listening to this right now and when I told that story, somebody popped into your mind of like, oh, I haven't talked to that person in so long. Right. Send them a text, send them an email, pick up the phone and call them and reconnect. Like that's still there. And it's so important to not just think like, well, I haven't talked to them in 15 years. Think of how you would feel if your phone lit up right now with that person's name on it. Yes. And so give that back to them. That's ah, that's so beautiful. And the other thing that I found for me is that as I grew as a person and uh, new things started popping up in my life, you know, I got into energy and coaching and personal development and all that. Um especially the people that I had around me here didn't feed that. Like I couldn't call anyone, especially because we didn't have that bond and said, oh my God, I learned this new sacred geometry yesterday and I can heal this and that, right? Like, it's like, what? So one of the things I found is then I started going to retreats or getting to programs where other people like-minded were and I have made amazing friends like that you know that I can and as you say everyone plays a role like I just had an amazing event in Hawaii on Saturday where I did a throat chakra activation and I was fried after that I tapped into so much energy that it was so much more than I have ever tapped before and my circuits were literally fried so I was like in bed I couldn't move and there were only two people I can actually text and I felt they were going to understand what I was talking about right they weren't going to be shocked or surprised or right and so there was that role right um and so yes it's the is the what other ways you can use to go meet people who are in your same you know wavelength well and I think that's really important too because we do all grow and evolve and so we can have these people who know our history, know who we were. And those are important people to us, but we also want to have people who on our journey 
can understand what we're going through and understand the changes that we're making and you can have different conversations with. So I think finding the things that excite you and light you up, go to those things. That's where you're going to find your people. Mm-hmm. Go to the, go to the conference, go to the, even I've been surprised over the last, you know, three, three and a half years, the relationships that I've created over just Zoom that are true friendships. They are not just because we have never met in person does not mean that you are not my real friend and that I couldn't call you if I felt as though like something came up and I and you were the person I want to share it with. And I think don't discount that stuff. Like we do need in-person connection, don't get me wrong there, but I do think you can build these like real incredible bonds with people who in this virtual space, which is beautiful, but then also find the places where the people that you want to be like, the people that you want to talk to, go to the places where those people are and say, hey, I really like you. Do you want to go grab a coffee? And make those appointments happen because that's where then you can like grow these other friendships and, and they serve a different purpose. And you can talk about the things you're doing now, the growth, or they're doing something that you think is really interesting and you want to learn more about it. Like, that you need the different things that feed the different things of your soul, right? Like I I know the same thing, like I've come into this coaching world. And so there's friends who I've, you know, I've made here in San Francisco that like, you know, they're not my coaching friends, right? Because when I bring it up, they're like, oh, here she goes again. <laughs> um, but I know that I have those other people. I've built these other, other, um, other relationships that there are people I can call and talk to about that, you know? Yes, no, totally. And you said something very important about making the connections online. And in the world we live today, quite frankly, you're, you know, playing right away from anybody. And this happens to me. So I've been on Instagram, I don't know, three years or so. Instagram doesn't like me very much, but I'm there. And there is a couple of people that we have supported each other from the very beginning. And there's this mom in Hawaii. And uh, I love Hawaii. That's like my paradise and my escape from the snow. And so I go there often. So I was there last November with my husband and I told her, hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to be in Hawaii. And so we actually met up like she with her husband and her kid and me and my husband. We met. We had the whole day on the beach. We made reels together. We had lunch together. It was fantastic. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. And I think that shows you that just because you meet somebody on Instagram doesn't mean they're only your Instagram friend, right? Right. right. That there is a, there is a real life person behind that. And when you can then actually meet in person, it gives you like, it just, it's this other kind of really special connection. And so that's why I would also say, right. Don't just think that you, it's an online friend. Like, no, like when you're in their city, tell them, like, call them, meet them on the beach have a great time. Right. Like, and then that becomes that your, your relationship is different because you have this other bond and you have this other thing. So I just, I think people get too in their heads sometime too about like, well, I don't want to bother them. No. Like, and, and you know what? They are thinking the same thing. Exactly. And they that's, also that's thinking it's like, oh, she probably is too busy. I mean, this meetup that I'm telling you was during Thanksgiving week, but I was like, I am going to put it out there. Yeah. Right. I got, I'm going to put it out there. And so if we can make it work, I'm going to be there the entire week. It doesn't have to be obviously on Thanksgiving, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, and uh, yeah, it's like. 
And that's the thing I think is just being open about that, being a little, it is a little vulnerable. It's a little vulnerable to say, Hey, like, I, I think you're cool. Let's hang out is a little vulnerable to say, but when you get that on the other side and when somebody says that to you, it feels really good. And so you do have to put yourself out there in a way, but you do also need to like make the plan. Like you could have gone to Hawaii and never told her you were going to be there and you would have missed out on this like amazing day and deepening your bond. So I think that especially in the world where we feel so disconnected from people and I think our phone is a big problem with that, right? Because we go to the phone instead of the we people in front down, of you. Looking at the phone. Yep. Yeah. And so when you were, you know, when you were in Hawaii last week, you very easily could have gone and sat at the bar and looked at your phone the whole time and not talked to anybody on either side of you. But put the technology away, right? Like it's a great way to make bonds, but then also make those in real, in real life. Yes. Yes. And when you are with other people, put your phone away. Be so with the people you're with. So let's talk about, uh, because I love the technology to, you know, like I live in, in a town that has 200,000 people. Like it's not big. It's like, it's not. <laughs> and most people probably do not relate to me at all. <laughs> Just my wifely thinking. Um, but like, what can you do what what um, techniques or I don't know what you don't like to meet people in your town? I remember when I moved to Alaska, I actually created an organization. Uh, it's called Women's Entrepreneurs of Anchorage. I actually sold it later on because I went back to work. But like, I'm like, okay, let me create something where we can, you know, I can offer my coaching and and then people who were kind of in the same wavelength can come. And I so I created an organization. There's like meetups. I mean, what other things have you um, heard or you think are good tips for people? I I would say, I mean, the way that I made most of my friends here in San Francisco was I joined an organization that um, it was for commercial real estate women. I was actually a member in New York and it was the only thing I was like, can you just roll my membership into San Francisco? Because I was like, I don't know anybody. So I literally showed up to this group and was like, number one, I need to make friends. Like, I'm happy to contribute to this organization however I need to, as long as like people will talk to me. Um, And I did, I made a lot of really good friends there. Um, And being a part of that organization has been amazing, but you, I could have just used it for, and some people do, right? I just show up and you go to a luncheon and you use it to build business or whatever it is, right? But I- I went deeper than that, right? When you met somebody at a lunch and I'd be like, hey, do you want to go grab coffee? You want to, you know? And so made those connections. And then always asking people, like when you meet somebody, like who else do you know, right? Or like invite someone else to come along with us so that you are like expanding your range, right? So invite other people to come along. And I think it's just following, finding the things that interest you and being open to it. I think that it is it is the energy you put out into the world too. So if you, you sit down and you are not interested in meeting people, you're not going to. And I do think that my energy in San Francisco was different than in New York because in New York, I was like, I have my friends. Like I have my family. I don't need the thing. I don't, I don't need any more. I've got too much going on. And then I moved here and was like, oh, um, so I've got nothing to do and <laughs> no place to be. 
So I am open, right? And yeah. so I just, my energy was open and was receptive to the people that were coming towards me. And so I think that needs to be like a mindset in mm -hmm. some way of being open to that. And then being and have open fun, to right? Because everybody yeah. wants to be friends with the person who is having fun, right? Yeah. So don't go hiking. Don't join a hiking club. I'm talking to myself here. Don't join a hiking <laughs> club if you don't like to go hiking because you're going to be in a bad mood the entire time, right? Yes. Yeah, it's something that you can enjoy. And then it puts the expectations away, right? Because I remember having this client and he wanted to, you know, be able to meet people and he's putting himself in situations that he didn't enjoy what he was doing. Well, then you are not in a good vibrational state. Mm -hmm. Go have, you know, for instance, for me, dancing is like, I don't need anybody to talk to me. I'm like the dancing queen, right? So I'm already in a good place. Now, mm -hmm. on top of that, in my what would like me for me to happen is to meet people, right? But I'm already in a good place. So you obviously become this magnet and attracts mm -hmm. people to you, right? So yeah. find something so that find, you like to do. Yeah, are you, find, are you like arts? Yeah, go right, go take an art class, go take a cooking class, go find the thing that lights you up because that makes you attractive mm -hmm. to other people. Mm -hmm. And and those are going to be the people you want to hang out with because they're going to go to cooking class with you and they're <laughs> going to go to art class with you. But if you are, you know, if you're in, you know, kayaking class and you're like miserable, like those are probably not the people who are going to go to art class with you, right? And like, like and, and it's funny because I was watching a TikTok the other day of this lady who was going on a second date with this guy and they're going to go hiking and she's like, oh my God, I'm going to pretend that I like it. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> You second date, be like real. It. Don't and don't then, start lying now. <laughs> Your entire relationship is gonna be based on something that you hate. And it's the same, it's very similar of making friends, right? Like in the beginning, it is kind of dating. Mm -hmm. Not everyone is gonna work out. Yes. And that's why you say, let's go do this thing and hang out for a little while. Not everyone's going to be your cup of tea. Not everyone is going to be the thing, the person that becomes your bestie. Yeah. And that's okay too. So I think you have to have the expectation of, I just met a person, they're going to be my best friend forever. That's not the case, right? It's the I same thing of like, I just met this guy, we're going on a first date. We're going to be married and have babies in a minute. Like that's not happening either. So I think it's just, it's having that open perspective of, I'm going to meet another human and they'll, they're going to be interesting or not, right? But I can find some way to enjoy learning about another person. And it's just that, be curious, be curious about what that other person, because I think as we get to adults too, we're we're meeting people that are so outside of anything that we're used to. And that's that should be exciting, that that gives you a topic to talk about, to ask about. Like, so Carmen, tell me what it was like growing up in Panama. Like, that is an amazing conversation starter. And you get to know this person on a deeper level and it gives you the opportunity to just build on something else. Not, I don't know. I, I think that that, the curiosity part, I think it's for everything in life, like stay curious. Um, but that's a great way, especially if not everybody is a hundred percent extrovert. Not everybody has their own podcast and just chats with people all day long, right? right. Some people- that is, it's a harder thing for. And so I think that's a good way to start off is stay curious and ask questions and 
everybody likes talking about themselves. And so if you can get to a place where you're having a conversation with somebody and asking real thoughtful questions, they're going to like you because you're letting them be themselves. So I think that's part of it too, is like to make that deeper connection, be curious and ask real questions. and And then remember that nobody remembers what you say. Everyone remembers how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. So if you can just get, you know, over yourself and focus on the person and genuinely, right, you're not going to go give fake comf- uh, compliments around, but genuinely like compliment someone. Oh my God, this happened in Hawaii. Like I, it was so amazing. So I was in Starbucks. It was like six in the morning because with a time change, I had a coaching call at seven in the morning. So it was like six in the morning getting coffee. And there was this lady and she had, you know, a nice top with like, it was like my brand colors. Um, but more more than anything, uh, I'm very empathetic so I can feel people's energy. I just felt that she was low in energy. And I was sitting there behind like, what can I do to like help her? And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna give her a compliment. So I was trying to find something that I could genuinely stand behind and have all my, you know, energy that I have when, when I'm in that mode. And it was easy because her, she was dressed with my brand colors. And I was like, oh my God, I love your outfit. It matches with all my colors, it's flowers, this and that and that. And she was like, so shocked that I did that. Then when she got her coffee, she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. You like made my day. Well, I ran, okay, Honolulu has a million people in that city. Mm-hmm. I ran into that lady three times that day in different parts of town. So if you know anything about energy, this is what happened. I'm at that vibrational level. She was here. I brought her up because we are now in the same vibrational disc. We have to interact with each other. I mean, there's no way, like three different times. And I was walking all over. I mean, I walked 17,000 steps that day and we ran into each other. And it was just like a testimony of what happens when you actually, you know, go yourself, be there for someone who needs you and just be, you know, genuine, generous, curious, you know? Yeah. That's incredible. And that, that is just, just saying something nice to a person creates connection. And so even if it's not somebody you're going to see again, even if it's not just the idea of connecting with somebody when you're at Trader Joe's and you're checking out at the thing, talk to the, you know, Talk to the guy checking you out. Those people are so freaking friendly. Like, talk, you know, and just you walk out the door and you have a smile on your face and maybe they do too. But it's just creating that connection too wherever you can. Yes. It's like, it 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 does. It changes your energy. And so I think being open to that, right? And have, putting that energy out gives you the ability to also meet friends. Yes. Oh my God. This has been amazing. Danielle, why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast so people, you know, can come yeah, and so, it too. Um, my podcast is my favorite thing that I do. Um, it's called The Opposite of Small Talk. And actually today we just released our 100th episode. So it's a big milestone, which I'm really proud of um, that we have put that out into the world. It kind of started as a little project on the side and it has become much bigger than what I ever could have expected. So you can check it out anywhere um, you listen to podcasts. And it is about personal and professional development. It the cover the things that we cover are you know, connection, reflection, and social justice. 
are basically every topic kind of will fit into that in some way. And we get to talk to really amazing people about what they do. Uh, my co-host, Christy and I joke that it is a very elaborate way for us to get personal coaching on things that we're interested in because <laughs> we get to ask the questions. Um, but it has just been such an amazing way. It's been an amazing way to make friends as well because yeah. it has created this community that I never expected from that. And people that are, you know, I, I want to support their work. They want to support my work. And I've gotten to know a lot of them and do really consider them friends. So, I mean, another very elaborate way to, to, to get friends as an adult to start a podcast. I know, right? Like, <laughs> I get to talk to the most amazing people. And seriously, like, how did I meet, uh, how did I meet Danielle? So she had a post in LinkedIn. I commented something thoughtful or meaningful. No, because I was trying to, I just said something meaningful. And we, she reached out and we chatted. And then here we are. <laughs> yeah. And so Very it's simple. all exactly. And the next time I'm, I'm in Anchorage, Alaska, I'm going to call Carmen and let her know. Yeah, yeah. And the next day, time I go to San Francisco, I have a lot of friends in the Bay Area. So everyone's asking me, begging me to come. So I, yeah, I'm overdue for a trip to Napa. That's really, but you know, I'll fly into the Bay Area in San Francisco mm. and then have a coffee with Daniel. I'll never turn. Yeah. I'll also never turn down a trip to Napa, Carmen. There so, you go. um, <laughs> Well, this has been really, really amazing. Uh, we knew we were gonna like no, never be able to stop talking. The minute like we connected, the energies were so amazing. So um, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom. And I wanted to talk about this topic this month because I know, as I mentioned at the beginning, that having friends is such an important thing for a woman because we are not built we are not meant to be alone we are meant to be in a community so if you're having any struggle with depression anxiety bipolar postpartum depression etc first please ask for help don't try to conquer it alone i tried it's not very easy uh and two go meet people because when you have a support system things are so much easier in life i mean talk it out Someone may be able to coach you. No one needs to be a professional coach to coach you. Like, you know, just to have perspective and objectivity into your life. And um, I'm very passionate about this because having had a lot of those mental health things in my life before, um, I want to make sure people know that there is ways to not suffer in silence. So thank you very much for listening today. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you, Danielle.